0: Here's Chubb trying to pick his way inside the five, and he does. Knocked down at the three. Ball came out, but he was down. Minka Fitzpatrick gets the tackle, but he gained a five. And the last thing any Browns fan wants to see, Nick Chubb holding his left leg. Oh, boy. I am told that the replay of Nick Chubb getting injured is not to be seen. Yeah, it's, we're not going to show it. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go on a shell. We won't go in attack mode because that's what's required. On 103.7 The Buzz. with my boo-ray, tastes like too late for the analyst.
1: Girl, I can buy a Westie girl with my bass stuff. I know that it's good, you slid it on my taste buds. I not wait too petty once you let me do the extras. Pull up on your black and break it down. A.M. to the B.M., B.M. to the A.M. funk Eat up your per diem, you just got to hate them funk If I quit your B.M., I still rock Mercedes funk If I quit this season, I still be the greatest funk My left stroke just went viral Right stroke, put a baby in the spiral Soprano see, we like to keep it on the high note It's levels to it, you and I know Tell them be humble, hold up. sit hold down up. Hold up. Down. Sit down, humble Sit
2: down, humble One hour down, two hours to go Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day Here in the great state of Arkansas John Neighbors, Joe Franklin broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios With you today and thank you as always for making us a part of your afternoon This afternoon, it's Trigger Tuesday We'll talk about what's bothering us in the world of sports later this hour We still gotta get to what's trending I had some good calls in the previous hour, kind of moved up against it, but we'll get to that. Also, Coach Zimmerman's going to join us uh, in the 3 o'clock hour. Always looking forward to catching up with him about everything going on in the world of sports. But uh, we also, every Tuesday, we're very fortunate to welcome in a Razorback athlete, in this case, Joshua Braun, the offensive lineman for the Razorbacks. And I know that uh, it's a lot of tough times whenever you have to talk about some of the games that you end up losing. It's easy to do the ones that wins. But when it's the ones that uh, you're coming off of a loss, it's always a little bit more difficult. But Josh is always a trooper. We always appreciate him coming on. We appreciate Matt Black, Allstate Insurance, for making it possible as well. So let's go ahead and hear from Josh Braun.
0: Offensive lineman Josh Braun is brought to you by Matt Black with Allstate Insurance. Matt Black with Allstate can take care of your home, auto, boat, motorcycle, life, renters, and landlord insurance.
2: Are you in good hands? All right, it is that time once again, folks, as we go ahead and welcome in our very special guest here on Out of Bounds. Each and every week, thanks to Matt Black, Allstate Insurance, is Razorback Offensive Lineman. Joshua Braun and as always man we we really appreciate you joining us I know that uh, it's always a lot more fun to come on here and talk about a win than a loss but we appreciate it anyways Uh, I appreciate you having me on so let's just kind of look back on the game against BYU obviously uh, a tough one for y'all and uh, some Mm -hmm. things went well some things didn't go well but just from uh, your own perspective and Uh, from the offensive line in general, just kind of what was uh, some of the things that uh, maybe you guys felt like you did do well, but also maybe some things that you guys struggled with that you need to work on this week?
3: Yeah, in in all games, I mean, there was some things we did well. There's some things we didn't do well. Um, Ultimately, we didn't do the things we did well enough and we did too much of the things we didn't do well. We need to clean up the mistakes that we made. Um, Penalties is going to be a big one that we have to fix. Uh, just communication issues across the board, especially going uh, this week, going on the road to Death Valley. We need to, hone in our, uh, we need to hone in on our communication and just make sure we're all on the same page every play. Uh, last week, um, we felt like we took a step forward, but ultimately just weren't able to get it done. Um, that's not acceptable. It's something that we need to fix, and we need to get better at it as the season progresses.
2: So, going up against BYU, I know you guys did some scouting on him and everything, but Mm -hmm. uh, also, you know, kind of some injuries have played a little bit into it because, you know, you had, of course, uh, it seems like, uh, you know, Manuel can't really get out on the field and and what he's been going through, and then having to move Brady over to his tackle position because you have Kutas dealing with injury. Mm -hmm. I know injuries are part of the game, but uh, what's that like in that process, like, especially in the middle of a game, having to rearrange some of the offensive line positions due to some guys getting banged up? For
3: sure. I mean, it's something we uh, we do. Rep it in practice. Uh, this past week, we had a few. Thankfully, we had a few reps out of position, um, just to get used to the flow of it, getting used to playing with different guys. Because as you get into the season, um, your role kind of solidifies, and so you're. I'm used to playing with next to Cutis. I'm used to playing next to Bo every snap, and so to be in a game to have to adapt on the fly to. One snap I was playing next to uh, CUDIS, the next snap it was Chambly, and then later on it was CUDIS again. Um, To be able to rep that in practice and get that experience is very beneficial. Um, But we, I have complete faith in everyone that's on the field. I know that the work that they've put in and the work that they're continuing to put in day in and day out to make sure that the product on the field is the best it can be. And so we just have to rely on our depth when it comes to injuries and know that they're doing the best that they can to get on the field and stay on the field once they're there. You
2: know, something that Sam Pittman talked about was uh, dealing with the like hand injuries in a way, which, you know, as, as just a spectator, it's not really something I look at a lot of times as the offensive lineman's hands, but uh, he, he was mentioning that as kind of a, a thing that the offensive line was dealing with. What, what, what does that entail? And uh, have you been having some issues with the hands as far as injuries or anything? And just kind of, what is that about?
3: Yeah, I won't get, uh, into too much detail, just in case if anyone from LSU is watching this or uh, anywhere else, but we have had some players with hand injuries. Um, I believe, well the one I will get into is one of the freshmen had to have, uh, he was dealing with a a finger issue where he tore a ligament or something and so he had to deal with that, but in the broad scheme of things we're going to get banged up, it's the nature of our position. Um, It's something that we have to overcome, it's certainly not an excuse to our performance on Saturday but it is something that we have to deal with and in spite of that at the end of the day you need to win no matter what no matter what you're dealing with no matter what's going on um outside of football when you're on the field you're on the field and that's all that matters and so that's something that we need to get better at
2: and i know just i keep feeling like i'm bringing up negative things but uh something (laughs) that i'm sure you guys also weren't very happy with is just the amount of penalties that, that were getting called in this game and a lot of them uh, of course coming against the offensive line was, was it something that you felt like it was being called pretty fairly was it being called really tight and you know h- how do you as an offensive line of unit just work on that to make mm-hmm. sure that because uh, you're going into Death Valley a very loud place uh, how, yeah. how do you make sure that you shore up some of those penalties especially in those crucial situations
3: uh, Coach Pitt had mentioned it before in meetings that in a game like that when whether they're calling it fair whether they're calling it tight that's not our realm to speak into it's we have to deal with what's going on at the moment. And so if you're in a situation such as that, you cannot give anybody any opportunity to say you're either holding or that was a false start or any types of situations like those. There just can't be any opportunity to be viewed in a negative light.
2: So I will say that there was a, a pretty big positive, at least in my eyes, of, uh, you know, you guys were always, I'm sure, hearing about struggling with the rushing attack and not being able to get anything going, but it certainly felt like, Uh, the rushing game opened up a little bit more and it's really helpful, you know, A.J. Green popping it off there to start the game. Did you feel like you made some strides at least in that regard of uh, not only just uh, trying to protect K.J. a little bit more, but also just trying to open up that rushing attack and and make it a little bit easier on the passing game to go along with it? I think
3: we took a step forward, yes. Um, I mean, stat-wise, if that's what you want to talk about, we got more yards than we have in weeks past but ultimately we didn't win the game and so we're more happy with our week one performance because we got the win um it doesn't matter how many yards you gain if you don't score points at the end of the drive and so while yes we are pleased that we're doing some things better ultimately it doesn't matter how well we run the ball if we're not
2: scoring well, and I know that Sam Pittman also talked about just you know blocking out a lot of noise. And you always hear a lot of noise times when, when a yeah. loss happens, you know, whether it's social media and everything. In fact, he brought up, he's like, social media age has changed all that where it's harder to, to get away from it. But just as a team and uh, as a collective unit, uh, turning that page and getting over that, you've been playing for a while in college football. Is it something that comes a little bit easier for you as time goes on where you can – kind of forget about the last game and move on to the next one? Or are there certain times where not only just you, but the rest of the team, you guys got to get together and try to make sure that you're focused on turning that page and going to the next game? Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah, I would say, I mean, as time goes on, it does get a little easier. Um, But human nature is to blame other people when things go wrong. Human nature is to find a scapegoat. It's to make sure that you are safe. It's not your fault. And so social media can either... Age you in that and finding reasons why you lost or you can take ownership and say I didn't play to the best of my ability I didn't do the things that I could do to control the game and so I've seen uh, I've seen many things on social media uh, my freshman year we had a very controversial final play of a game that ended up in a loss and seeing a teammate deal with that um, has helped me be able to deal with that in my own life um, it's actually fitting we play LSU this week because uh, <laughs> anyway <Yeah. laughs> uh, but I've seen players have to deal with that and so I'm thankful that I haven't had to deal with that yet as much uh, just because I try to stay off of social media if if I'm the topic of conversation of the weekend but <clears throat> I mean at the end of the day everyone's going to have an opinion it's uh after a loss, all those opinions are going to be negative. If we don't want to hear those opinions, the easiest thing to do would be to win. And then the next easiest thing to do is just not get on social media. But obviously, we want to get with the former. We want to win every weekend and not have to deal with it.
2: Speaking with Joshua Braun, a Razorback Offensive Lineman, thanks to All State Insurance with Matt Black here on Out of Bounds. Now let's turn the page, Josh, because I know that Uh, You mentioned LSU. They're a team that a lot of people think is good enough to win the West this year. They're a team that's had a lot of success and uh, a team that I know you've gone up against, as you've mentioned, uh, Mm -hmm. in your time not only in Florida, but now you're going to find out at Arkansas. Just what do you make of them, and especially that defensive front, Perkins seems like he's just an absolute beast just from what you've scouted and what you've learned about him. Just what do you make of them as a defensive front in that regard?
3: Uh, I mean, they're a great defensive front. Um, As you said, Perkins is a great athlete. I think as a defense as a whole, they're returning five starters, but the guys that they're bringing in to start this year are just as talented as they have had in the past. Um, Playing a team like LSU is going to be challenging, but that's why you play college football. You play to play in these big games. We're going to Death Valley at night. It's a big rivalry game. We're playing for the boot. That's exciting. I've never had a trophy game before in my career, so this is exciting. I'm hoping to come home with the trophy, I mean as we do every weekend. But yeah, they're a great team, but so are we. Um I know we've made some mistakes in the past. We've had some stumbles, but that ultimately doesn't change the core of our team of who we are. And every week is different. Every week's a new game. It doesn't matter what happened last week. It doesn't matter what's going to happen next week. It's this week and this is the game that we have to play.
2: Yeah, no no, no Death Valley at six o'clock, I mean everyone knows what it's like at nighttime and you know you played in hostile environments before as an offensive mm-hmm. lineman, what were some of the keys to make sure that the communication is there when the sound is just bearing down on top of you? How, how do you guys manage to go through that and with KJ and everything, staying on the mm-hmm. same page? How do you, What's the key to that communication?
3: For me, um, I don't want to say it and then jinx myself, but I find the the loud noise can have a calming effect, um, just because it's so loud that it allows you to filter everything out and really hone in on. The communication because you have to actively be listening for the snap count. You can't have your mind wander to the linebackers or to the DNs what they're doing. You have to be focused on when the ball is going to be snapped. You have to be focused on what play is being signaled from the sideline, and so the noise forces you to do that. It forces you to focus in and drown out all the well, drown out all the noise, so to speak. But uh, I find that playing in an environment like that it can be challenging if you don't know how to handle it. And hopefully we're repping in practice, uh, this week, how to deal with the noise and hopefully that we're able to successfully handle it when we're in that situation.
2: Well, I mean, you don't have to reveal it if you don't want to, or if you can't, Mm -hmm. but like, how, how do you deal with the sound is like at practice you have like loud speakers playing crazy loud music or, Mm -hmm. uh, is it more just working on the, the hand signals? Just what does that entail during practice to prepare for that?
3: Oh, I mean, I think everyone across the country uses crowd noise, um, at least whenever they're going on a big away game. And so I believe today we had it at over 100 um, decibels. Is that the sound units?
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah uh,
3: Whatever it was, it was very <laughs> loud. And so we just have to just be focused, and that's what it comes down to. Yeah,
2: and it's crazy with Arkansas and LSU. You mentioned it being a rivalry game. You know, the past mm-hmm. three times these teams have met, it's come down to a three-point game, which is – A pretty wild thing. Arkansas lost at home last year by three, but they won by three in overtime the year before. Then the year before that, they lost at home by three. So, a really close game and and, and close matchups here. Just, uh, What do you feel like is going to be, not just for you, but just the team in general, the key into going into Baton Rouge and winning a game against a really good team like that with the noise? Just what are the things that you're going to have to make sure you guys do as a team to win? We're
3: going to have to play clean football.
2: We're going to have to minimize the mental errors. We're going to have to play penalty-free.
3: We're just going to have to take responsibility for our own responsibilities in the play. We have to do our job, not worry about anyone else's, just focus on what we're doing at that specific play and the specific drive that we have at the moment. And so we're going to have to capitalize on every opportunity that we have and just not shoot ourselves in the foot.
2: So having a first true road game in the travel, what's your schedule like? I know the team is going to get down there, but when you go on the road and maybe into unfamiliar territory and, you know, dealing with hotels and all of that, just kind of what are some of the things that you do to make sure you stay focused and you know, don't allow anything of uh, whether it's a, you know, a new area that you're in or a hotel or anything mm-hmm. like that? Just what are some of the things that you do to just uh, go through the routine of making yourself as calm, but as also as ready as possible for the game?
3: Yeah, so uh, I've mentioned before my uh, day of routine. And so when the hotel changes and we go on the road, I try to, the night before, find a quiet place for me to have my um, morning session where I just sit, hopefully in a comfortable chair, um, and just uh, read the word, listen to praise music, and just pray. But So that's, that's the only thing that changes for me. I just have to find a new place to do that. Um, But ultimately, I mean, every hotel room is basically the same. You have two beds and a TV. and There's a bathroom in there with a closet that you can hang your suit on. So not much changes. But the game itself, I mean, it's a hostile environment. You're in someone else's stadium. The locker room is smaller. Everything's cramped. But personally, I like road games more than home games. Just I like feeling like the world's against us. I like being... uh, just a stranger in a strange land, you know, just being the enemy, the adversary. And so I I embrace that role, and I hope our team embraces that role as well.
2: Uh, that that kind of leads me perfectly into my next question. Since, uh, you know, you, you've played against LSU, you know a little bit about LSU. Just uh, what is it like playing there in Death Valley? I mean, is it, is it everything that everyone chalks it up to be and, and the the atmosphere and everything is – one of, the, if not the craziest atmosphere in the SEC, just what do you make of everything that you know about when you played there at LSU and played up against LSU? Yeah.
3: Unfortunately, the first year that I played, well, I guess my second year, my sophomore year, the first time I played at Death Valley, it was an 11 o'clock kickoff. Mm. And so it wasn't quite the Death Valley that everyone speaks of because, I mean, tailgating, you only have, what, two hours, and it's breakfast tailgating. It's not the best. And so um, I'm excited to see just the atmosphere it's it's prime college football i mean i'm i'm excited the team's excited we're we're looking to get a, a win in a very hostile environment
2: and having this uh i know you guys focused on lsu obviously but this big mm-hmm. stretch in front of y'all where you're not going to have a game in the state of arkansas for like a month i mean it's just it's such a long period of time is that is that something that even is uh a thought of just knowing that going that long stretches what do you think about having uh four straight games when you're not even going to be able to have a home game because i I could be wrong, but in my research, I don't think I found another team in the country that's had to deal with, in the middle of the year, having four straight weeks away from being home.
3: Yeah, I mean, it it is tough, Um, but ultimately, if you look at it, if you change your perspective on how you think of it, so next week, we play in Arlington, correct? That's right. And that's going to be a noon Eastern kickoff, which is an 11 a.m. Central kickoff. We're going to get home from that game before we get home from a home night game. And so if you think about it like that, okay, yes, we're away. We're on the road for four weeks, but if we play at 11 o'clock next week, then we're home by, let's say, 8, 9. I don't really know because I don't, I haven't traveled yet. So yeah. I don't know how long it takes to get back here. But, I mean, we didn't get home uh, this past week until, at least I didn't until uh, 1130 midnight. So... On the road's difficult i enjoy it more because like i said um a few minutes ago that i enjoy it it's just fun it's fun to go on the road um everything's against you no one believes in you and it's just time to prove everyone wrong and go and do our job
2: well last one for what you get out of here josh i know you're not going to be able to please everybody i'm sure you know that as an athlete you know there's always going to be haters and people out there but for any fans out there Hog fans that are maybe discouraged or maybe feeling like, oh, my goodness, how did this happen, especially with these tough games coming up? Uh, For any of those fans that may be a little discouraged, what's something, what a message you'd like to send to those fans that uh, are looking for some positives, looking for some hope, Mm -hmm. and looking for some feeling of, hey, there's a long season in front of you, still have a lot of chances to be successful. What's your message to those fans?
3: First off, it's a long season. We've only played three games. We have nine more. Um, And what helps me personally is, god has a plan for my life and as crazy as it sounds god has a plan for this season everything that we're going through i believe ultimately is for the betterment of our team whether as individuals as people or as a team as a whole and as a program and so while the loss may have been shocking and it may have been disappointed or disappointing and we're all disappointed i believe that some good will come of this loss and at the end of the season we'll be able to look at this loss and say yes although we should have won the game we went through adversity in that time so that we could be successful in these areas now and although I'm disappointed personally in in my performance and not being able to get the win for this great state um, because when you have a home game they're out there to see you win they've paid money to be there it's our duty as college athletes to win for our state especially in Arkansas we are the football team in Arkansas and so I'm disappointed we weren't able to get the win for the for this state, for the people. But I believe that at the end of the season, this state will be proud of our season. And I'm working every day to make that a reality.
2: Well, Josh, man, we really appreciate you joining us as always. Good luck this weekend against LSU and safe travels. and. Uh, again, I know it's always tough to talk about a loss, but hey, and maybe next week we're talking about one of the biggest wins in the Sam Pittman era going on the road and beating LSU in Death Valley. Let's hope that's the case. But we always appreciate you joining us, and we look forward to catching up with you next week. Thank you. I'm looking forward to next week as well. And that was Josh Braun joining us. Thanks to Matt Black, Allstate Insurance here on Out of Bounds. We'll take a commercial break. When we come back, we'll have more Out of Bounds, so you better stay with us. Edgar
4: Award-winning author and Arkansas native E.Y. Craner joins The Zone every Tuesday courtesy of Jackalope Cycling. Jackalope Cycling in Russellville is there with bike rentals and service. Camping gear, fishing accessories, whatever gets you excited about the outdoors. E.Y. Craner, Tuesday in The Zone, brought to you by Jackalope Cycling. Check them out online at jackalopecycling.com.
1: This is Sports Center.
4: Sam Pittman met with the media yesterday, and he talked about facing LSU this weekend.
1: I just think this is as good a team as we're going to play, and and uh, I know AM's good. I know Ole Miss good. I mean, hell, they're they're good. Alabama's good, but I think this is gonna. I think this will define a little bit where we're at, how we how we how we go uh saturday night we just got to really prepare hard for it we've got a good football team they do too but uh if we get prepared it'll be a hell of a game
4: kickoff for saturday's game is at six o'clock and the arkansas travelers postseason gets started today as they face the springfield cardinals for a best of three series game one's tonight first pitch is set for 635 coverage can be heard on 106.7 buzz 2 i'm christian weaver with the buzz radio network
5: In a world of inflated car payments and sky high interest, Guadney Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock is taking their inventory to the nines. Call 501-945-4444. Get Sierra 1500 with the 5.3 V8 engine at just 0.9%. Plus, Guadney will double down with an additional 3250 off when trading in a 2009 or newer vehicle. Guadney Buick GMC hasn't left out SUVs. Get 2023 GMC Terrain at just 1.9%. Or 2024 Buick Encore GX at just 2.9%. And if you haven't noticed, the holidays are coming. So why not get all the way to 2024 with no payments for the rest of the year? Guadney, Buick, GMC, 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 501 945 4444. Guadney, Buick, GMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit.
2: Guadney for
4: Buick, Guadney for GMC, Guadney for Life.
2: This is a public service announcement for hard seltzer lovers. Neutral Vodka Seltzer has arrived. Made with simple ingredients like vodka, seltzer, and real juice. Neutral tastes good, like real good. So good that you'll never want to drink another artificial
1: tasting seltzer again. Neutral's light and refreshing taste will show you what a vodka seltzer can be. Try Neutral, the one with the umlaut. Copyright
2: 2023 Neutral Distilled Spirit Specialty, Los Angeles, California. Enjoy responsibly.
3: With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. For a free
5: insurance review, see
6: Shelter Agent Jeff Hodge or Jay Hellman, Little Rock, or Bo Beavis and Cabot. You know, I'm not exaggerating when I say this. QC Kinetics can change your life. You can live again without chronic joint pain and without drugs or surgery. Hey, everybody, it's RJ Hawk. QC Kinetics is advanced regenerative medicine. They take your body's own concentrated healing properties and put them right back into your joints to restore and repair that damaged tissue without surgery. The patient satisfaction reports are astonishing. Finally, a new alternative to the old ways of dealing with pain. And unlike surgery, there's no downtime with QC treatments. If you have constant pain in your knees, hips, shoulder, or back, you need a call and get a free consultation from the medical professionals at QC Kinetics today. Imagine this fall moving around around pain-free doing the things that you love again like walking hiking or even playing with those grandkids call qc kinetics today for that free consultation 501-222-8440 that's 501-222-8440 501-222-8440
0: get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at hogs meat market where they have sliced head deli meats and cheeses Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Out across the 20 to the 25 to the 30. Satania trying to get to midfield. He's across the 50. He's got a chance to go. Isaiah at the 20, the 10. Touchdown, Arkansas. A 53-yard punt, an 87-yard return, and there you have it.
4: On 103.7 The Buzz. Bet is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. Bet Saracen is as close as your cell phone. Just go to the app store and download the Bet Saracen app or go to BetSaracen.com. Arkansas is plus 17.5 at LSU, and the over-under is 55 and a half. Thursday night football, the Niners, 10-point favorites over the Giants. The over-under is 45. Those are just some of the lines you can get on Bet Saracen. You can get all college football, NFL, MLB is going on, combat sports, boxing, MMA, golf, whatever you need. They have it on the Saracen app. You can get great in-game prop bets and specials. Check out the double R props, which are available every week. For the most accurate and up-to-date sports wagering info, you need to be on the Saracen app. It's simple. Just go to the App Store and download the Saracen app or go to betsaracen.com.
2: Be sure to check
4: out the video of How to Play featuring Jancy Sheets.
2: It is a Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds, and we appreciate everybody listening. Appreciate Joshua Braun uh, joining us. as uh, We got a lot of people who were on the Astro Record Life Fan Feedback as well as the Southern Structural Solutions text line. Being Very complimentary of Josh. So yeah, it was great to catch up with him. And, folks, if you missed that interview and you want to watch uh, even the video and get to see Josh's face, because, yeah, that is a thing that we do. Uh, you can watch our live stream of YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook, and then we do the live video streaming. But we also post the interview uh, during or after our show on our social media account in its entirety, so you can actually uh, see it. Because that's kind of the cool thing about at least uh, you know the technology that we have today is not only being able to interview them, but you know whether it's Zoom or Streamyard, which is what we're using, you get to see actual people's faces. You know, and and football players especially, you know, you don't get to see faces very often. They're always in helmets when you get to see them. So. To see uh, what they look like and uh, to hear from them and, and everything is kind of a cool concept that we can do nowadays.
4: Yeah, it really is. Adding video, um, and we've seen that is something that's taken off across media everywhere, where not only do you want to listen to the audio, but you want to see video.
2: Oh, yeah. And so we have that capability. We do have the technology. So be sure to follow us on YouTube. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube. That's the easiest and best way to do it is to go on the YouTube channel at 103.7 The Buzz and check it out that way too. Uh, we're going to have your razor all update. We're also going to have coach Zimmerman joining us here in about 30 minutes too, but as was mentioned, it is a Trigger Tuesday, so we got to talk about what's bothering us in the world of sports and I've had a few of you chiming in on what's bothering you in the world of sports. So let's go ahead and jump right into it.
5: I'm angry. I'm I'm spitting angry. I'm like a tornado of anger swirling about. My heart rate is dangerously high right now.
0: Triggered Tuesday, where you let everyone know what's offended you in the world
2: of sports on Out of Bounds. Alright, it is time for Triggered Tuesday. and I'm going to tell you what's bothering me in the world of sports. Alright? Uh, we talked about it earlier where yeah, Nick Chubb and the injury that he sustained last night for the Cleveland Browns. Very tough situation. Very gruesome injuries. Out for the year. And it's something that you don't want to see. And I didn't want to see it. But what was really frustrating, I guess, to me, was when something like that happens, and there is access to it, or at least a way of showing a replay or whatnot. The amount of people that just keep like retweeting it, or resharing it, or reposting it, or, or whatever, it is kind of uh, a, you know just an insane thing to where you know, I get that sometimes you're going to have to see things that you don't want to see in life, but uh, it just seemed like some of the intentions that people were doing and, and having that happen was. A little over the top. Like, listen, I get sports are just part of who we are, and we love them, and we watch them, and there's a lot of highlights and a lot of lowlights and memes and everything, but when it comes to something as serious as that and something as sad as that, that's something that really needs to people need to have more courtesy for and also be a little bit more respectful of. So I didn't appreciate all of the amount of retweets and shares and videos of Nick Chubb's injury last night, uh, especially since I didn't really want to see it. Uh, and it just uh, gets people like you know people I know even like personally that I know I didn't care for that so uh, there's some things that you can share some things you don't need to share just use some discrepancy use some use some common sense and uh, read the room but yeah I just didn't like the intentions that some had in sharing all those videos and trying to show it off too triggered by the defensive back from Colorado State Henry
4: Blackburn receiving death threats yeah and Coach Prime also commented on that where he said. Henry Blackburn is a good player who played a phenomenal game. He made a tremendous hit on Travis on the sideline. You could call it dirty. You could call it just playing the game of football. But whatever it was, it does not constitute that he should be receiving death threats. That's still a young man that's trying to live his life. A guy that's trying to live his dream and hopefully graduate with honors or a degree. Committed to excellence and go to the NFL. He does not deserve a death threat over a game and not only is he receiving them his family and his family's address was put out there so you know if anybody that's doing this stop, stop doing it and leave this guy alone
2: yeah listen death threats under any circumstance are not something anyone should do but when you're talking about that particular thing which it's uh, it, it's football it's a sport and uh, I know that uh, you know sometimes cheap things happen in the game itself and you know, I'm I'm not trying to put words or put my thoughts in anyone's mind, but I doubt that that defensive back was like my intention here on this play is to go in and to hurt one of the best players in college football and take him out for three to four weeks with an injury. Like I don't think that was the intention, and so yeah, the the death threats, uh, no matter what it is, because sometimes it's not like just that. But you think about uh, how many stories have we heard about kickers? I mean, if they miss a big field goal in games, them receiving death threats and how horrible that is, or uh, you know, somebody missing a, a, a free throw in a crucial game, or having a turnover, whatever it is, it, it's it's bad enough for anybody to receive it. But you got to remember, these are still college kids, man. They're still going to college, trying to earn their degree, trying to play football, and people make mistakes in sports all the time. But man, that's just that's a next level of insanity that nobody needs to go down and nobody needs to do. But uh, unfortunately, it's the it is the, uh, the the world that we live in, and some people are just going to. Uh, take it to a step that it doesn't need to be taken to as well uh but on top of that too uh, another thing that also uh triggers me at least in the world of sports is that uh you know we've been talking a lot about some people being upset about what happened with you know the Razorback football team and uh you know some college football programs and whatnot but also with the Michigan State situation uh that one I know we brought up with Mel Tucker uh, the thing that kind of triggers me about this is, you know, I'm not trying to say one way or the other because it's an investigation. There's a lot of allegations being thrown around. And honestly, I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> thank goodness because I'd be terrible at it. But, Mike, there's there's no way that you can find out what the 100% truth is going to be because it comes down to he said, she said, and, and this whole situation with Mel Tucker. But I, I don't believe that there's been at least enough credit or at least enough thought processing behind you know going with one side or the other feeling one way or the other about what happened with Mel Tucker or with Brennan Tracy or whatever because it seems like there was an established relationship there it seemed like having a 36 minute phone call would uh, possibly lead to some things or at least be an acceptance of things and I just don't like the way that it was handled and I don't like the way that it's just kind of isn't Mel Tucker I always give him credit he admitted in the things that he did do And that's maybe why I'm kind of leaning towards the fact that maybe it's a little bit of an exaggerated story. I'm not, again, that's just my opinion. I'm not accusing anybody or saying anything. But uh, wait till the facts come out in a lot of this and uh, before you start just jumping ship and just jumping on board to who's wrong or who's right and uh, see how it plays out. But, you know, again, I don't think anything is ever going to come out from it because he said, she said at the end of the day. That's what it comes down to. So uh, it's unfortunate for everybody involved. And hopefully there's some sort of way that they can come to... Uh, uh, terms where maybe there's something that just part their ways if they move on and maybe uh, Mel Tucker can still find some sort of way of finding his way into football and all that. But yeah, just a dicey situation and also, no offense, it is a little bit too convenient with Michigan State and even Mel Tucker felt this way, said that there was uh, more of the behind the scenes or at least an ulterior motive to the reason of his firing and a lot of it has to do with that contract that he signed through. So just, it's a nasty situation all around, but my point is, is like I, I don't think that you can jump on one board of saying, oh, I believe this person or I believe this person, when it's he said, she said. You, you just don't know. You don't know how it played out. So no reason to condemn anybody over anything like that, but just a sad deal overall. And there has to be a lot more to it other
4: than a phone call. If they were conversating at various times and it wasn't just about that, they it couldn't have been they had only one phone call. Right. So you know that they had some text exchange mm-hmm. and – if you investigate into the text, see what they were like. See yeah. what the responses were on both ends of it and,
2: and kind of read into that. I'd like to know. I'd like to know exactly uh, what went down, but still just a sad deal all around. Uh, so that's our Trigger Tuesday. We also hear on the Southern Structural Solutions text line. Uh, this comes from the 501, says, here's what triggers him. The NCAA should review the Travis Hunter, speaking of which, the Colorado receiver hit and suspend uh, Henry Blackburn in the Colorado State safety. There was clear intent to injure. Not only was the ball on the ground before the blatant hit, but he ducked around his own teammate to get a cheap shot in. This clown, Blackburn, should not set foot on a collegiate gridiron ever again. We do not need this in college football. The guy uh, should have been immediately ejected, and there should be an NCAA investigation shortly thereafter, and some say the guilty party is actually from Boulder. So
4: Now, the um, thing about ejecting him from the game and, and taking action from there, that's fine, but... As far as taking away his college career and saying he never should play again, probably, no, not Mm -hmm. going that far.
2: No. Uh, Because here's my – I'm not saying what he did was right. I'm not condoning it, obviously. That was a cheap shot. I think everybody can get on board with that. But my deal is, is like, would you, 501 – I'm honestly asking with with good intentions – would you feel the same way if Travis Hunter just popped back, like got his bell rung a little bit but got back up and kept playing? Or do you just feel this way because he got injured? Like, to me – it's not like he went in there, like I said, I'm going to injure this guy and keep him out three to four weeks. Is it more just about the end result? Because we see sometimes cheap shots happen in football all the time. It's just a matter of, you know, do they know what the injury is going to be like or does it end up being problematic? I, I just feel like it's more the result of what happens. But if they if, if Travis Hunter had been able to get back up or come back into the game or, you know, his bell rung a little bit, I don't think people would feel as strongly as what they do. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, if it's a cheap shot and there's a
4: flag, you know, people would be upset about it. But, yeah, the result of him going to the hospital, that does bring in an added element to it. And that's why you have people that are trying to get after him and his family online, which they still
2: shouldn't. It doesn't excuse the fact that that's happening. No, it should never happen. But, again, everyone's on board, though can't do cheap shots should not be doing cheap shots should not be allowed in the game but there also is the other side of it where you don't want to take it to the extreme as well but that's our trigger tuesday now we got brent and stuttgart on hold brent we'll get to you on the other side of the break we got your razor Hog update we're going to keep it moving here on out of bounds so stay with us
5: accustomed to paying sticker price for a brand new vehicle well it's not that way anymore at red river ram if you're looking for a new ram truck we've got heavy duty four-wheel drive trucks starting at 49.5 or up to twelve thousand dollars off sticker price for a cummins diesel and we've got eleven thousand dollars off ram 1500 Bighorn four-wheel drive trucks if you want the best selection and the best buying experience make that beautiful drive right here to heber springs now during ram power days Bellas, Clint Sterner here. Let me get your
0: attention real quick, man. If you've noticed a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be low T. What's that mean? If you want to get back to feeling your best, you need to schedule your health assessment at Low T Center ASAP. It's quick, it's easy, and now it's convenient. Low T Center offers monitored, self inject at-home testosterone treatments for $155 a month, cash pay, or covered by most health insurance. If you don't live near a Low T Center or you just need the convenience of at-home treatment, Low T Center got you. They'll ship your treatments directly to your home. Go to LowTCenter.com now. To book online, Low T Center,
3: reinventing men's healthcare.
5: Bank OZK has always strived for excellence.
3: During every economic storm, through every season of hardship, and despite every obstacle, we've reached for greater. Because we know to achieve excellence, you've got to keep pushing,
5: keep building, keep growing, and just keep going. At Bank OZK, we're reaching for greater heights so you can be greater than you can imagine. Visit a
3: branch or OZK.com today. Bank OZK. Greater awaits. Member
4: FDIC.
6: David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models. From transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family-owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer.
5: Are you a fan or are you the ultimate fan? Play the Elon DK Ultimate Sports Fan Packet Sweepstakes for a chance to prove you're the world's greatest armchair quarterback. All from the comfort of your own home theater. Visit an elon DK near you to enter for a chance to build your own home theater with a $5,000 Best Buy gift card plus a YouTube TV gift card. Your ticket to streaming your favorite games this season. Visit an Elan or DK today and score big. No purchase necessary. 18 or older message and data rates may apply. For official rules, eligibility, terms and conditions and privacy policy, visit myaloncom slash ultimate sports fan sweeps.
6: Where can you find 16 cold beers on tap, the largest Irish whiskey selection in town, weekday happy hour, as well as college, pro, and even World Cup football games all on big screen TVs? Oh, and let's not forget the great food, great drinks, daily lunch specials, music on the weekends, and a private party room available with reservation. Well, of course it's Dugan's Pub, your favorite Irish pub in Little Rock since 2010. Dugan's Pub,
2: downtown 3rd and Rock Street. Dugan's Pub, LA.
5: Check out River City Flooring in Montmel at their huge new showroom on Montmel Boulevard, just off 430. Allow us to introduce ourselves. We are Big O Tires. However, we might as well go by Big O Tires, alignments, batteries, brakes, oil changes, suspensions, and free visual inspection upon arrival. Because we do all that and more. But that name seems a little long and it won't fit on our sign. Now at Big O' Tires in Conway and Cabot, take $100 off select sets of tires. That's right, save $100 right now off select sets of tires and get tires. Service and straight talk at Big O' Tires. Check out
0: Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Trips left. That's into the open side of the field. Got a new running back in the game. They throw it short. And it's intercepted inside the 25. That's going to be a touchdown. Arkansas picks it off. That is Antonio Greer, transfer from South Florida. First action of the season into the end zone. Hogs are on the board on 103.7 The Buzz.
1: I'm getting paid by the hour And older by the minute My boss just pushed me over the limit I'd like to call him something I
0: think I'll just call it a day Pour miss something tall and strong Make it a hurry
5: five
2: o'clock someday That about there on a Trigger Tuesday. Appreciate everybody listening in this afternoon. We're going to have Coach Matt Zimmerman joining us here in just a little bit it's in the next segment. As, uh, we'll talk to him. Actually, you know what's funny is like know coach Z of course works for the Razorback Foundation he's very much all in on Arkansas so you talk about a guy he watches all different types of sports all the time every night and he live tweets them and it's always really funny to get his takes on everything too so uh, that's the thing is we love him as a as a guest and he's always got energy but he's got still the coach's mind he likes watching things from a coach's perspective too so, we'll have to talk to him about some of the
4: sporting events he's watched then
2: uh-huh yeah because I know uh, last night with the Monday Night football games just the NFL in general I don't even know I don't think I've ever asked him if he has an NFL team. Like, if there's one that he roots for specifically, or is it just the game in general? Because I know he watches it, but I don't know if he has a team or not. I'm gonna ask yeah, him that would be it. interesting, too. Yeah, I'll have to ask him about that. But uh, We'll have your Rage Rogue update here in just a little bit, too, presented by True Service. Now let's go ahead and uh, get Brent and Stuttgart in, as he's been patiently holding. What's up, Brent?
7: <laughs> What's up, John and Joe?
2: Hey, Brent. What's up, man?
7: Hey, John, I just want to tell you, I don't know Joshua Joshua Braun from Adam, other than being number seventy eight, but that is a first-classed. That that was worth. I can't wait for every Tuesday at two o'clock now to hear his perspective on things. Yeah. What a, what a young man! What a young man!
2: Yeah. Well, Brent, and, and I'm glad you brought that up because I actually meant to share this. Uh, it wasn't during the interview, but it was during uh, after the interview had ended and uh you know i had told him i was like hey man i just appreciate you coming on because sometimes we've had uh you know athletes when things go wrong or the you know the losses start coming in they don't want to come on anymore they don't want to talk about it and i was like i just appreciate you you know actually coming on and he goes uh i I don't want to you know misquote him but basically said to the extent of hey i signed a contract i signed a deal with y'all and he's like regardless of wins and losses i'm going to show up i'm going to be there and I'm going to talk about it. He's like, well, you know, losses are part of sports, and he's like, I can't just be here when it's all going good. So I thought that was really impressive by him and really cool that he's going to continue to come on with us, even through the wins and the losses, the good times and the bad.
7: Uh, John, you did a super job with the interview. I want to commend you with that, too. Thank you, Ben. And, and I, just, I just want to uh, say I, it was much appreciated that, to hear his candor and his values and uh, his faith, that that really meant
2: a lot. We don't, and uh, thank you, jo- thank you, John. Yeah, well, thank, thank Josh. I'm just the one that's asking him questions. He's he's the one that's got all the all the good answers. So but and, we appreciate it, John.
7: Can I? That, John. Uh, can I, uh, I know I don't mean. Could you get him a? If I sent you a note. If, could you get him a note from me? Cause just, I just wanted to tell him how much I appreciated him.
2: Yeah, yeah, we can do that for you, Brent. And if you just want to hit me up on social media or hit me up uh, us up on the text line, we can make sure he gets the message.
7: Okay, I'll I'll, I'll do that. I'll do that sometime. I'm driving today, but uh, I'll do that.
2: Yeah, absolutely, man.
7: Thank you, thank you very much.
2: Alright, appreciate it, Brent. Thanks for calling in, man. Uh yeah, it's uh yeah, he's a really cool guy to talk to and you know, really well well grounded. But I think that we all knew that when we found out he was married already, <laughs> like as <he's> a college <laughs> kid. So I couldn't imagine doing that and uh with all with all the expectations that come along with it, but uh but he's still got another year technically too. I guess he's a redshirt junior, I believe, with his uh transfer. But I love that, the fact that he uh in a roundabout way kinda brought up the the shoe game for florida lsu oh yeah yeah he he talked about that and you know he's like that was a very memorable play and uh one that a lot of people were very upset about and then i started putting i was like oh yeah he was on that team i can't imagine what that was (laughs) like dealing with that uh did it have a name for it or was it just the the shoe game or like shoegate or something to that um
4: yeah i I think there are a few different names out there for it but it was one of those
2: unusual moments in sports and
4: it it's something that (laughs) stands out because you don't see that happening.
2: No, no. The only the only two games I've really seen shoes involved was either that game and then also when Ja'Cory Williams for Arkansas basketball threw the shoe on the court because uh, uh, I guess they were playing, was it North Carolina in the NCAA tournament, I think? But uh, Kai Madden lost his shoe, and he kind of threw it to the side during action. When Ja'Cory was on the bench, he kind of threw it away, so he picked it up and launched it across the court and then to stop play. Angel Reese had a moment
4: like that last year where she lost the shoe, she picked it up and she had it in one hand and got a block with the other hand. There you and go. And that, that was against Arkansas actually too. Oh,
2: okay. Well, it all comes full circle then. Yeah, I'm sure like basketball's normally the ones where shoes come into play and come involved. You don't really see it as much in football, but uh, I feel like basketball players lose their shoes pretty often like or more often than other sports at least uh, just because, you know, get stepped on or, uh, you know, it's how they play and, you know, how, how it fits and all that, but most of the time, they just keep playing without it, or they just throw it to the side and wait until the stoppage of action. So, but, yeah, that was quite the thing. And also, I, I, I failed to ask Josh Bronk because I forgot about it again at the end. But, you know, he, he kind of played tight in there at the final play for the Arkansas-BYU game. He said it was the first time he ever in real game action because they were trying to lateral the ball and that night. So he got it, and he was trying to run with it. He said that's the first time ever in his life in a game that he's had the ball in his hands and he was running. Got to be ready at all times, no matter what position you play. Yeah. He's, he's like, I'm just glad I caught it. And I was like, well, that's uh, silver linings and all, I guess. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into your Razor Og update presented by True Service. Guys, I've got just one thing I want to say to you.
0: Touchdown, Arkansas! <laughs> Arkansas wins a national championship! The Arkansas Razorbacks have completed a dream season! On oh, by nine K This is your Razor Hog update on Out of Bounds, presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union, where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at
2: TrueService.net. Alright, so for your Razor Hog update, it'll be a quick one because there's not a whole lot going on, but Sam Pittman had this to say in previewing LSU this weekend.
1: I just think this is as good a team as we're going to play, and and uh, I know AM's good, I no, Ole Miss, good. I mean, hell, they're they're good. Alabama's good, but I think this is gonna. I think this will define a little bit where we're at, how we how we how we go uh, Saturday night. and We just got to really prepare hard for it. We've got a good football team. They do too. But uh, if we get prepared, it'll be a hell of a game.
2: Yeah, we're going to find out what it's going to be all about. We'll have the status, hopefully, of Rocket Sanders here pretty soon on whether or not he's going to be available this weekend or maybe they play the whole cat-and-mouse game. of uh, We're not going to say anything until game time and making the decision there, but either way, that game's at 6 o'clock. You can listen to it right here on 1037 The Buzz. We're going we'll to have our pregame show starting, I guess it's always 4 hours before we the 2 o'clock on Saturday. I know Trey Schapp and David Baz will be bringing that to you uh, for an hour. Then we go on ing pregame show. Then the game, and then afterwards, listen in for the fifth quarter show with Randy Wayne Rainwater and Trey Shap and Marcus Elliott. So there you have it. There's your Razorog update presented by True Service. Take a break. We'll come back. Coach Matt Zimmerman is going to be joining us. We'll have some fun with him, so looking forward to it. So stay with us in the third hour of Out of Bounds next.